0: Like for me like nobody's building a pyramid in my name <laughs> you know what i mean i'm not gonna yeah. have like some sort of super tomb mm-hmm. and in a thousand years they'll be like yes here we're lies, gonna dig you up Is here realize here, here lies mike from harlem who <laughs> encouraged black people to invest their money and yeah. you know do their taxes better
1: Since we're recording now. Officially, we can start the real conversation whatever it is, which is essentially just going to be the same thing. Just to uh yeah, so uh welcome everybody to the Homies Only podcast. And uh yeah, we got Mike in the building, yo. We got That's Mike mean. in the building. Clap it up. <laughs> we got Darian behind the camera, can't clap, he eating some tostones right now. Um <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> yo uh but what's up yo i'm chilling man what's you good chilling? i'm i'm chilling i'm chilling i'm trying out a whole new you know vibe for the podcast real quick and when i say vibe i just mean like i move the camera back <laughs> i didn't really i didn't really change anything else you know what i mean but um you know i'm trying to you know get it to be a whole lot cleaner you know make the audio more official and everything else like that you know what i mean and i'm like uh and yeah i didn't even release an episode last week because i was just like oh nah this is my whole schedule is being like fucked up by this, so yeah. I think I'm gonna start uh like recording like podcast interviews and shit like that on Fridays yeah. instead of on the weekend, so that way I have a little bit more buffer time. Um, but it's hard though because you know I work, you know, all day, and then if I schedule a podcast like at the end of the day, then it's like fuck, I gotta, gotta do that. And then if I and I try to go to the gym like every weekday. So it's like, if I don't go in the morning, I end up going at like eight o'clock at night. And yeah. you know what I mean? There's a certain, there's a, there's a time period where you can like ask people to, to come to the podcast, yeah. you know, cause they got their own lives too and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, it would be nice to get some like recurring guests on here just to like, kind of like fill in and I can yeah. riff off of them, Yeah, but, uh, but I'm glad to have you on the podcast, yo. Yes. yes, yes it's been yes. a long time coming. I feel like every time we speak. You know, you just continuously spit game at me, and I was like, yo, "Nah, you gotta, you gotta have a conversation." Michael called me on the phone, be like, "Yo, I was just thinking about you." We was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we need to start this business, this family business, these quick flips, Da-da-da-da. You know what I mean? So it's like, but nah, talk your shit, yo. Nah, most definitely, most definitely,
0: man. Like, I really appreciate you having me on. This is like my first. You're the first person. Who I've ever agreed to come on to their show. So Really? Yeah, yeah. I've had a ton of people ask me to be on their podcast in the past. And it's not really me. I hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> so it's almost like, yeah. like nah. Yeah. Especially because I listen to their podcast. But, you know, I feel like this is something that's special. And, you know, you're somebody who I really admire your growth. I admire, you know, the things that you've taken on. Yeah, you know I mean? Especially being your age. I feel like. Um, I almost feel like, you know, if I could do it all over, <laughs>
1: do it like me, if
0: I could do it all over, I'd do it like yeah. you.
1: Ah, like. man, that's so crazy, yo. <laughs> nah, I, I I appreciate that really, because this shit is hard. Yeah. This whole, this all this shit, man, is so hard. Um, it's a I balance. Like, yeah, it is a balance. And I feel like I fell into the positions that I've fallen into. To, uh, I'm going to I think I'm I'm am I'm a relatively lucky person so I'm going to say probably like 60% luck, 40% work. <laughs> you know, but but here's the thing. I uh there's a quote I think that someone said before that was like luck is where opportunity meets something. <laughs> planning. Meets planning, meets We're preparation. Preparation preparation. preparation. Yo, yo, Yeah. A luck is when preparation Preparation meets opportunity or opportunity meets preparation. Either so
0: your opportunity meets your preparation. But okay, that's yeah. essentially what luck is. And yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like I've heard Nipsey Hussle say it. Like he might have been the first person I heard say it mm-hmm. and it stuck. But yeah. I had heard it a few times and, you know, luck is important. And I don't know
1: where I heard that shit.
0: Yeah, luck is important, oh, yeah. bro. You can't you can't peep a lot of people like to like to attribute everything to themselves. And a lot of people will say, like, you know, um, I did it on my own. I came out the mud. <laughs> I got it out the mud. <laughs> I, got, I, got it, I got it by myself. Yeah. I ain't have no help. Nobody looked out for me. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's not really true. And I was just listening to something recently where, you know, that 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 mindset is dangerous because, yeah. you know, you have so many people around you that are helping you along the way or that are rooting for you. They're you know pushing for you to be great. Mm-hmm. And you need that just as much as you need a viewer, a listener. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know somebody to actually consume your products. You need yeah. somebody to tell you your ideas are good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And you gotta mm-hmm. give those people their props, or they'll they'll they'll
1: abandon you. No, definitely. <laughs> I feel like I've had that a lot too. Like, yeah. if I'll if I spit an idea at somebody, um, and I get the reaction of like, oh yeah, you know that's pretty cool. Right. Or, um, or somebody, well, they'll bring up like an idea of like something that I could do or something like that. And I'm like, eh, I don't really know if I can like do that or something like that. But then I'll surprise myself. and Let's say I make like a fire piece of content, uh, let's say without really putting in that much work. Right. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. Like this shit is crazy. Like maybe like I could do more of this shit, but then that shit takes time. It takes hard work everything else like that like an example of it was um i always thought of myself as a creative person but not in the way of like 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 i majored in design but i can't draw if i can if i draw it's like very very low fidelity sketches right um and and that's just not my expertise but i feel like i'm good at coming up with like different concepts and like shots and everything else like based off of like things that I've already seen and I can kind of remix them into my own thing. So, um, an example of this was when I was in college, uh, I was an RA, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, we, we had this like team building. Oh my God. You know what's so crazy? Darren, can you do me a favor? Um, can you turn on the lights? (laughs) Forgot to turn on the lights for the fucking (laughs) podcast. Uh, there are these two lights right here. Let's do it. Clap it up for Darien, everybody. Yeah. Darian on the lights. Yeah, Darian, Darian on the on ones and twos, just, literally. Just flip them. Just, <laughs> uh, flip them to the right. <laughs> oh, hey. Let there oh. be light. Hey. Oh, oh hey. That's better. <laughs> Put it in your resume. Production assistant. Lock that in. Yo, put me as a reference, yo, on your next uh (laughs) Um, but um, but anyway, yeah, I was I was an RA and um at the beginning of every year we had this like team building stuff, and we had to make uh, a video, like a like a commercial, Mm -hmm. right, about our building, right? Um and then like at the end of the week we would premiere the commercial in front of the entire staff, which is probably like fifty people, sixty people or something like that. How many buildings? Uh six. And every building had to every do one. Every building had to do one. Okay. Right. So it was like a real competition, a competition type shit. You know what I mean? All right. And I was like, I was like, fuck this. If I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do I gotta this win. with my vision. Right. Oh. And 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 my uh coworkers are just gonna have to trust me. Right. So we we set a meeting and I uh and I pitched my idea to them and my idea was to make a uh, to make a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Right. Um Sorry, sorry, not a sitcom. Almost like a reality TV show, right? right? Where, uh, you know, I put them in scripted situations, you know, and they're not actors. but They have to act to the best of their ability. Right. And then afterwards, um, they have to kind of do like a... You know how reality shows break out into those little rooms and they do their own personal cameos to the camera and they talk about whatever? And I set it up like that, you know? Um, So I did that. And then at the end, I did a... uh, like a super generic like sitcom, everybody jump in the air and freeze frame type shit. You know yeah. what I mean, right? And so it's it was like Friends meets yeah, the real world. Yeah, yeah, exactly, college. exactly. <laughs> so it was like when I premiered it, I literally got like a round of applause because yeah. it was so good. And I only had a week to do it, and I like sat there, shot, directed, edited it, and everything. And it yeah. was just like, well, that's you know all I need for the next ten years. Like I'm never gonna do that again. But yeah. it was fun to do it, and I and I. I always think of these ideas of like, uh, oh man, if I were to like direct a music video, I would do it like this, or I would do it like this. And I know exactly like what kind of shot I would want here, you know, and kind of come up with them on the fly. And, um, I think that's something, I, I think I would love to direct some stuff, uh, later on. Yeah. Probably not now. I think I have too many eggs in different baskets now, but, um, but yeah, the the hardest part for me though is not like coming up with it, but executing it to a point where I'm happy with it. And yeah. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself with the podcast to do it like, yeah, like well, I I wanted. I want to do everything correctly the first time. You know what I mean. But yeah. but that means you know to have anything successful, you've got to you know fall flat on your face a couple times before it's. Before, before you get it to where it needs to be, I think, it, I think it it that that's yeah. important. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think
0: I like from what I know about you and obviously I've known you your whole life. So <laughs> I, I have a different perspective than yeah. most people that will, I guess, get to know you through this or mm-hmm. people who have met you throughout your life. But yeah, you've always kind of been, I don't want to say a perfectionist, but someone who pays attention to the details like the details are important Mm -hmm. um and you know it's not just about you know wanting to do something for the sake of doing it it's Mm -hmm. it's really kind of putting your all into it and yeah you know i think when you invest your energy in things it's like you know you want to see the best of it you want other people to like appreciate your work yeah exactly um and i think you know kind of going back to your point you were saying before is I think that we're very similar in the fact that you have vision. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you may not be able to draw very well. I think that you and I are like kind of in the exact same boat in that regard. Like I'm a, I think I'm a a super creative person
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: it's, I have to actually be like in like creative space to execute. You know what I mean? But at the same time I have Mm -hmm. the vision for what it is that I want to see. And I want people to appreciate my work and, when they see my work, I want them to see what I saw. You know what I mean? Or what my Most vision definitely. was. I want to see, yeah. like, whatever my execution is, it has to be, like, so that when you see it for the first time, you're not looking at it like, what was what was he thinking? Like, what was the purpose
1: of this? <laughs> what was the purpose of this? <laughs> yeah.
0: What was he trying to accomplish here? Yeah. Um, but definitely, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of the things that you're, like, talking about, especially for right now, um, I think you're in, like, the perfect space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're, 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 you're definitely gonna be a successful person. It's easy to kind of tell, and I can only say that <clears throat> because I know that more than anything, you have to be consistent. Yes. At anything yes. that you want to do, if you want to be good at it, I don't care <laughs> it's what it is. That ten thousand
1: hours shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: shout out to Malcolm Gladwell. Um, <laughs> that's my guy. Uh, I love Malcolm Gladwell books. If you haven't read Outliers. Um, it's a great book. I recommend it to anyone. And I'm not I'm not a big reader, mm-hmm. so I can say that like it's really <laughs> yeah. worth reading. It's something that stuck with me from the time I was like 17 or 18 years old. It's a book that I reference, you know what I mean, or think about all mm-hmm. the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, you got to put in your 10,000 hours, and it doesn't matter when you put in your 10,000 hours, right? Like, if you want to be a pro ball player, then yeah, you got to put in your 10,000 hours yeah. by the time you're 17, right? But if you want to be a professional director, then
1: you got put, some in, time. put in your
0: 10,000 when you're 60. Yeah. <laughs> you can still be a great director. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you have all that experience from life to also inject into like mm-hmm. your film or yeah. whatever you're creating. So, you know, it's it's, I think for me, a lot of wanting to not necessarily be a professional. I think that you're a lot more tactical with it. And Thanks, in terms of yo. wanting to like, be the best of the best or at least feel that you're putting your all into it.
1: You yeah. Know I mean? That's that's what I was thinking when I was starting it. I was just like <laughs> I was thinking about all the you know, it may not look like much now, but I was like, damn, like for me, like I put a bunch of money into this already. you know I was mm-hmm. like I was thinking about I was like, yo, this is an investment. <laughs> this is an investment I had to keep like telling myself, you know what I mean? Hell it's, yeah, like, it's an investment. And I was like, you know what? I'm Make gonna- sure you write it off on your taxes too. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was that's what i was planning on doing um but then it was it felt like it was getting to be like too much i was like all right, all right. i'm not going to do that until i'm making like uh 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 making some money from this you're not going to do th- what write it off Right yeah, off. I'm not. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna do any of that. Because what I was originally doing, I was like, I was getting an LLC. I was mm-hmm. doing this. I was that. The third, and then that's the point where it started overwhelming me, right? Okay. And I was just like, I got. I got and some, I even and I, I even looked it up. I, I was might like, have got some game for you. Here, all right. But I I, I even looked it up and I was like, you know, um, you could write off like, uh. uh on your taxes for for hobbies that generate like a certain amount of income but there's mm-hmm. like hobby income yeah. and there's like income income right you know um and i was like you know what i don't really give a fuck about it like that until this is making like income income like until this can pay for itself plus a little bit more mm-hmm. uh i'll that's i'm writing it off okay. um my my girlfriend you know she's she's technically self-employed she's a contractor even though she like works for primarily like one or two entities or something like that yeah but like every time she purchases something i'm like write that write that shit off don't you know what i mean get your money back like like you you have the opportunity to do so it's like you can justify it in x y and z way might as well do it right you know um but for me at least this is like the point that i'm like comfortable with and i was overwhelming myself to the point where i was just like yo what am i what am i doing like it started to feel it started to feel more like I don't want this to feel like work yet. Yeah. You know, I want it to feel like something that I do on the side that I'm able to enjoy. Um, for sure. This is so meta talking about a podcast on the podcast that it's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Right. Um, um, But yeah, that's like where my whole mind is, but spit, right. spit your game. All right.
0: All let right, me know. All right. So, let me know the vibe. So, for, for, so, so first thing mm-hmm. you got to talk to more people yeah. about these things. And, yeah this is something that's super duper important and I'm glad I'm getting to say it like on your platform Mm because anyone who hears this, this is like valuable information. This is not financial advice. So (laughs) please buy,
1: buy every NFT. (laughs) So (laughs) whatever, whatever you do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, speak, consult with someone before you actually do these things. But I could tell you, you know, because this is, you know, like creating an LLC is really like people think that when you create an LLC that That's a business. Now you have a company or whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. But an all an LLC really is it's a legal entity. Yeah. So it's there to just protect all of your other assets Mm -hmm. from if something bad were to happen with the pod. Exactly. So like let's say you some a a woman came onto or a man anyone Mm -hmm. a a human (laughs) came onto the pod and you know you that person felt disrespected. And they felt like you defamed their character and they decided they wanted to sue you. Mm-hmm. Without you being an LLC or the pod being under an LLC. They can access everything. They can take yeah. everything you have and wipe out, wipe you out. So exactly. that's the
1: purpose of the LLC. That's what my thought process was. Cause, hmm. But then I was like, you know what? I don't think I would bring anybody on that would do some shit like that. You well, know what I mean? Until... Of course, it got to a certain point where I'm just like, maybe I should have this person on. And I don't know them or I don't know their vibe or anything like okay. that, you know. So, so l- yeah. real, my
0: fault, real quick, to get back into my, I got to get this off because I'll lose it. I nope. smoke too much weed. The, this this <laughs> thought will escape me in a minute. Um, yeah. But so because you're, because you already have the pod and mm-hmm. you're already investing in it, everything, you're, you're still a sole proprietorship. Yes. So the pod is a sole proprietorship. You own the pod. the pod belongs to you. Right. So when you go to do your taxes, you can still write off all of these things and you want to get these things written off probably in the first year that you Mm -hmm. purchase these items. I want to say that the government, so like a lot of people don't realize this, but the government actually incentivizes businesses. Yeah. So if you're a business, the government wants you to do business. They want you to be a successful business. Mm -hmm. So when, when it comes to doing your taxes, there's a lot of tax breaks, and this is why rich people don't end up paying taxes. It's mm-hmm. like when people are like, tax the rich, it's like, you can't just tax the rich. Just because, you Jeff, can't. Just yeah. because Jeff Bezos made a trillion dollars last year doesn't mean you can tax that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the money is not in a place where the government has access to.
1: It's in non-liquid assets. It's in non-liquid assets. So,
0: and Jeff yeah. Bezos is probably like living off of loans that he pays back mm-hmm. the small he monthly payments. He makes payment.
1: more money than the interest on the loans exactly so and the so, loans are tax-free and the loans are like tax-free yeah so
0: jeff bezos is living we can say all we want the tax the rich yeah you're not going to be able to tax him it's it's over mm-hmm. like we need to focus on bigger and better things. yeah so for you when it comes to like the pot i think with this being your first year I want to say you could write off like up to like $5,000 worth of equipment.
1: I did see that. So write
0: it off. Like don't hold off. Don't wait because that's money that you could just be reinvesting in the pod and Mm -hmm. you know like I heard you say a few minutes ago like that you've invested some money in here and it's not like I guess all that or so to speak. I think it's not much but I'm happy with it with the money that I did invest. I think it's fire. Oh thanks. I think that this is a fire (laughs) space. It's like like, yeah, like in the future, I, I can imagine mm. right now, you being the person you are, you're going to have like the Peter McKinnon setup or something yeah. like that from like YouTube. And it'll be like the lights will be all dim and moody or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, this is it. We're living the dream. This is it. I never I never would have thought that I'd be on your pod. like <laughs> On in my, my life. podcast. Word.
1: Nah, man, this shit is crazy. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make moves. Be proud, man. I'm trying Embrace to do what that. I do. You know what I mean? Um, but the whole taxes shit, shit is crazy. No, I, is, it's shit overwhelming. Is, shit is crazy, and I definitely uh, <laughs> overpaid taxes. That's why I'm getting oh. a fat refund check uh, yeah. now. But I'm just yeah. like, I gotta change my whole W four or some shit like that. Yeah. Cause I'll be happy to break even. I don't care about the, 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 the more you like grow, that.
0: the more money you make, the more you're the, and especially once you start really making money and you could really afford like mm-hmm. a real tax person and a money manager. Yeah, you're gonna pay less and less in taxes. Yeah, like, I have a decent tax guy right now, and this guy last year just off of reselling sneakers. This guy was looking at me like I was an idiot. He was talking <laughs> to me like I was stupid. Yeah. and was like, "Where? Why, why don't why, why don't you have all the receipts from?" all of your expenses. Mm -hmm. Like, you shouldn't pay anything in taxes. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? On my side hustle. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then he's going over the numbers and I'm telling him, we're looking at how much money I made off of reselling versus what my expenses were. Mm -hmm. And basically, there's a lot of ways you can make the numbers look like whatever you want if you keep your receipts. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of transactions, there's so many transactions, especially with like buying and reselling, Mm -hmm. where those transactions are hand-to-hand. If I go to Darian and Darian is like, yo, I paid $150 for these dunks, but I'm going to sell them to you for $300. Darian's not going to give me a receipt that he sold them to me for $300. But that's still an expense to my business. Mm -hmm. I still have to account for that expense. So then when I resell that shoe for $600 and I make a $300 profit, I'm only getting taxed on the $300 profit. Mm -hmm. Now, for a lot of those transactions, you know, this is kind of... We're, we're, t- we're, we're getting into, we're dipping our toe into like the, the deep, <laughs> yeah. deep resale game, yeah. um, kind of, <laughs> kind of market here. But, yeah. you know, once you get to that point, I could say I bought the shoe from Darian for 500 mm-hmm. and I only made a hundred dollars. So now I'm only getting taxed on a hundred, but in real life, I already made my profits and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about it from that perspective, you know what I mean? It's like, and you do that, you turn that over enough times. In theory, I could make $100,000 mm-hmm. in like actual profits, but on paper, I only have to account for $90,000 mm-hmm. of expenses, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And a lot of businesses are already doing this, and because the government is set up the way that it is, we don't think about, or I feel like as black people, we're not raised to think why don't I own businesses and why don't I make sure I'm taxed as a business, mm-hmm. as a business entity? Yeah. Rather than me going in, like for me growing up, it was like, bro, I want to get a big refund check. I want a fat refund check. Yeah. Where it's like millionaires are like, I don't want a refund. I don't want a fat refund check. Exactly. They yeah. want to make as much money as they can in a year and then say, I'm writing off everything. So that's why they, that's why all millionaires are super rich people have like five different sources of income. Mm-hmm. They all own the super rich people all own mad real estate. It's not it's not by mistake. It's because it's so much harder to tax somebody who has to pay for owning property.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I said, when you own if you're a business, like let's say I'm Jeff Bezos and people look at Jeff Bezos's super yacht that's like the size of a carnival cruise ship <laughs> um it's like when you think about him paying 2 billion dollars for that yacht also realize that yacht is probably owned by his business. Mm-hmm. If that yacht is owned by his business, and the he goes to every time he's on the yacht, he's doing business or he brings business people. He's not really paying for anything. Mm-hmm. The yacht is actually free.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. That's an expense. You're using yeah. it for for business, right? Yeah. So he's actually making money on his toy. That's like, if I go to lunch with a coworker, I could write off the lunch as a, as a, as as an expense. Like if I'm I'm, like, if I, if I'm trying to like close a deal with somebody, right. This is a business meeting. Yeah. This isn't just a lunch. Yeah. The lunch is just added to it. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. TikTok
0: is like changing my life because Mm -hmm. so much of this information, I'll get like the little seed or the tidbit from TikTok and then I'll go research that shit. Mm -hmm. So like somebody who I follow, um, it's a few different pods and different things that I listen to a lot about entrepreneurship, black mm-hmm. wealth and things like that. Yeah. But this dude wasn't an accountant. He, he was an accountant or a CPA. And he was talking about basically how to go on vacation as a business owner. Mm-hmm. So it's like if
1: you go like, let's say you let's say you and Darren wanted to go to Miami. Right.
0: And this Yo, is your we business. Yo, just
1: talking about that. I was like, I'm gonna use my American Express so, points, and we're gonna go on a trip so to look, Miami. <laughs> look, this is how the trip is. Going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on to how you do the trip for free. Yeah,
0: I just learned this recently in like a two minute. Take wait, time.
1: wait, before you say this, go imagine if this was like uh, not like cops, but or like a what would you do type show, and I was like, I actually have an IRS agent in here listening <laughs> to everything. <laughs> Yeah. Girl,
0: like I said, this is not financial advice. This is not financial advice. <laughs> this is not financial advice. Do can you say research. that a little louder for the IRS that listening? Do your research. But so. But now tell us, how can
1: I go on a trip to Miami for free?
0: So, what rich people do is they say, like, let's say, well, let, let's say this is for the pod. Okay. You guys are going to Miami. We're going to film a couple episodes
1: in Miami. Plan.
0: So, let's, we're going to plan to go on a Friday and leave on a Monday, Mm -hmm. okay? And now, according to the government, according to the IRS, if you go on a business trip, and it it happens on the weekend, you can only, they can only, not even that they can only tax you, but basically anything that you do that's for business, you can write off. Mm -hmm. And they only write off, or they only account for the actual business days. So Mm -hmm. anything you do on the weekend, You can still say is your time. Yeah. You can still write off all of that. Even if you're going to like the strip club, you can write off all of that. Mm -hmm. This is actually what rich people do. So you go, you leave on a Friday, you land, you get there, you do a pod episode or you do like a 15 minute something right for the pod or for the business Mm -hmm. on Friday. You conducted business on Friday. So everything you're doing starting from Friday is a write off. You go into Saturday and Sunday, you guys live your best lives, spend all your money, come back broke, right? (laughs) On Monday, you guys record another episode or another whatever. whatever. Yeah. So you conducted business on Friday. You conducted business on Monday. Everything in the middle is still a write-off. So rich people actually do this with their entire families. So when they take their family to Disney World, they land on Thursday and they leave on Monday or Tuesday. So that everything in the middle gets written off. So when you're at Epcot, or for you, if you're in Miami, you're at Wet Willie's, or you know you at the strip club or yeah. whatever. Everything you do in the middle gets written off, mm-hmm. and then you just give that to your tax preparer, and they account that as an expense. It's mm-hmm. all a business expense. So you can literally go to Miami for free. Yeah, you got to pay for everything while you're there, but, but you're actually, you're but afterwards. Get that money back. It's not so much that you're right. gonna get the money back, it's all whatever income you're generating, mm-hmm. basically they don't tax, they tax less money because of this business expense. So, like if your total or if your net is or the pie is a hundred dollars of worth of profits, but you spent seventy dollars in Miami, they're gonna say, Okay, we're only gonna tax you on the thirty dollars that you made in profit. Because mm-hmm. we you spent seventy dollars on in expenses. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's one way that you can like literally leverage going anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's something that again, I never thought about nobody ever told me about this stuff. You know what I mean? We know each other's parents and families and we didn't grow up learning stuff like this. And even to like learn something like this now, I feel like that's something I wish I knew at like 18 Mm -hmm. so that by the time I was like 25, it was like something that I was doing actively. You know what I mean? Like, Every time I went on spring break, it was like, nah, we leaving on Thursday, we coming back on Tuesday, yeah. we missing class Monday, Tuesday, by the time I was, like, in college, you know what I yeah. mean? Because um, I always was doing some sort of a hustle. Some I always had something going to make money or bring in some sort of income. Um, I guess it's kind of just how my mind works. It's just like, yeah, those are the things I'm, like, most proactive
1: about, I guess. That's that money motivation, yo. That's... Yeah. That's the dream right there. And um Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel I feel like um I feel like I have a weird relationship with money. I think it's a good one, but it's also a weird one, you know? But I think I have also like helped put myself in like good positions over time. Like I had like my I had like my first credit card at like fourteen or something like that. Or so I was building Legend. credit. I was building credit. Legend. By the time I was in college, I had like a seven 40 or something credit score. Legend. Was, I was good, right? But then in college, my relationship with money was just awful because I was broke and, and I was in just, college. you know, and then I was like spending money on like my credit card or whatever to like do things and get things and then when I got my refund check from school, then I would use the refund check and then I'll just pay off the card and that yeah. like also, I guess, helped, you know, yeah. keep my credit in check or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so now that I'm making a lot more from my full-time position, yeah. right? Um, Which I was, you know, very grateful to come into and everything like that. Now I'm like, oh shit, I have a different set of problems. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have like broke problems anymore. I yeah. have like, okay, I kind of got some money, but like that money can disappear really quickly if I'm not like yeah. smart about it or anything like that. And I think it took me a while to kind of get to a position where I'm just like, okay, I feel... A lot. I feel like I could te- take a take a deep sigh of relief yeah. now. You know what I mean. And I can use the the income from my primary, you know, job or whatever to help fund the things that I want to do, like the podcast. You know yeah. what I mean. <clears throat> and um, and yeah, no, TikTok is so wild. I learned so much shit on TikTok, especially right. from the finance bros and shit like that. It's 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 it's, it's helped. It's annoying the ways that they do it. Cause some, some TikTok videos are really cringy, yeah. but at the same time, I like that it doesn't make these different topics and stuff feel super gate kept where it's like, Oh, you can't do this cause you know yeah. I'm in this, and it's not easy da, 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 da. literally yeah. it's like anybody can do this if you want to become a software developer, take a fucking code academy course, get a certificate, get hired by a startup make a, make over a hundred thousand starting. so it's like every day it's like, like, what the fuck you know like anyone can do this shit anyone so um so yeah, you can do whatever yo um, I feel like I feel like. I feel like I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. I feel like, um, I feel like kind of like
0: where we're at in terms of being able to, you know, learn, learn, learn a a skill. So simply like so easily, like these Google, like these Google, I, I forget what they're called, but like these Google classes that you can take that, basically kind of set you up for a career in like three or four months. Yeah. For success. Yeah. Majority of these programs are like, you can finish them as slow or as fast as you want. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I make them work around your schedule. Yeah. 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 I have a friend of mine who, um, he's like teaching himself Python and learning like a, getting like a Google certificate because he's like, Mm -hmm. bro, the the future is in the metaverse. The future is in (laughs)
1: like the future. He's like, the
0: future is in crypto and like, And I agree in a lot of ways that like we're in the very early stages of a lot of these things. And Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, in my mind, like the metaverse is really just like GTA for like everyone. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) when your grandma gets an like when Nana gets an Oculus and she's in GTA, (laughs) I feel like that's the metaverse in my head. That's and
1: that's such a wild concept. I feel like we're definitely not ready for that yet. Because pe- people are, I think, are the metaverse isn't even like a thing yet. It's it's really not. It's a thing, but it's not a thing. It's not to the level that it's at, we're advertised that it's going to be. Maybe well, like ten years down the line, like I, the meta commercial that, yeah. that, that Facebook had that Mark Zuckerberg did or whatever. I don't know. That's if I not saw happening that. anytime soon. Yeah, I don't
0: know if I saw that. You know, um, I think I heard about it. But.
1: But they're working on it. Yeah. It, but it's gonna take them a very long period of time. I think as uh, uh, I don't know since I started far away. Well, here, listen to this. Since I started working in tech, mm-hmm. I realize how long shit actually takes mm. because it's not just, um, oh, we have this idea, let's build it. You know what I mean? Right. It's 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 that, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like office politics. It's uh, like, what are we looking at on the roadmap? This is really something that we want to pursue now. It's so we have it on the roadmap, but we're not really going to start working on it until, like, 2024 or something like that. Just an, just an example, okay. you know? And then, you know, people dip off the project, people have to get ramped onto the project, and all that stuff takes a lot of time and money, you know? So it's like, I, we're talking about all of this right now, but I feel like it's we're still a little ways away. I think by, like... 2030 will will be at, will be sort of online kind of, but like I, not I, yet. I don't it's, think
0: that you're, I don't think that you're wrong about it. We're being further away from like mm-hmm.
1: everyone
0: kind of being like. Just think about universe. it. Think about it.
1: In uh uh, uh uh that really old movie, I forgot what year it was made, but it was one of the first like big sci-fi movies called Metropolis. Okay. All right, and I think I've spoken about this before, maybe not on the podcast, but I think I told someone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like that a uh, Blade Runner type of future style started to come about: these extremely tall buildings, these flying cars, and kind of like futuristic aesthetic. Right. You know what I mean? Um, back in the day, by now people thought we would have everybody would have a flying car. It's the same shit. Where it's like we're going to be in the metaverse, you know, in the next 10 years when really it's like, okay, that might be in the next 20 or 30 years. I'm not saying I'm like a metaverse hater or something like that. I want to see it just as much as someone else. So I'm trying to be a little bit, I don't want to, I don't want to set myself up for disappointment when it's not here. I think that
0: there are levels to the metaverse in Mm -hmm. a way where I don't think that you're wrong to say that we're like, a few years away from like yeah Nana being on like an Oculus or whatever. the case yeah. is. but I also think about it from the perspective of the metaverse is almost like social media in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. it, when I was when I was growing up, because I'm a little old, I'm kind of old. <laughs> um, but in order to be like on Facebook, right when they first created Facebook, I was in high school, mm-hmm. and it was only available to college students. Yeah, and in order to get on Facebook, you had to get an invite from a college student to get on. Yeah. So, and in order to get, uh, in order for you to get on, you had to have a college email. If you didn't have a college email, you could, you know, not you had on, a Yahoo yeah. or a Gmail. It was clipped, mm-hmm. right? So back then you could have never in my wildest imagination told me my entire family would be on Facebook. <laughs> like the yeah. things that used to be on Facebook, like when I was in high school, Facebook was about like, crazy shit like showing that you 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 and your friends like rode horses rode, stole the horse from like the neighborhood or the 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 the, the, the police station in your college mm-hmm. like that's what facebook was for it was for like pranks jokes reaching out to people who were in other schools mm-hmm. so, sort of networking yeah. where now facebook has become so family family friendly the metaverse is going to be very similar and i think that like even for something as simple as facetime right FaceTime or the concept of FaceTime was if I'm not mistaken I could have the story wrong but it was like Steve Jobs seeing an episode of the Jetsons and saying why can't we do that yeah it was like George it was like George Jetson getting cursed out from his boss the little little dude yeah on a a screen and he would just pop onto a screen and curse him out and then it would be like oh shit and then now how many years later, like from the Jetsons probably being created in like the 80s or 90s, mm-hmm. how many years later do we not have FaceTime? Yeah. So I like that's why I feel like, from from a technology perspective, the metaverse is a lot closer than flying cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I even though there you. is
1: one or two flying cars out there, there are, they're awful, but there, there are one or two flying cars, yeah. but
0: even though they're flying cars, they can't fly in a city, yeah. they can fly in an urban setting. You know what I mean? We're not. We're still so far away from that technology where like digitally I think we're a lot closer to being able to kind of execute some of the things people want to see and I think from from the perspective of the metaverse, I think we're already there like online gaming and like winning or earning money through playing like crypto games and whatnot there's people that are making a full- time income on it mm-hmm. granted they're playing these games like they're gambling no though, they're not right? even gambling they're like literally just playing like like regular games. Mm -hmm. Like not, I don't know if they have first person shooters, but like they have (laughs) like a few different games that you can play where people are making, they're earning a living. And that's like, yeah, they're playing these games for like 18 hours a day Mm -hmm. to make like 120 bucks a day, but they don't have to leave their house. They don't have to have an actual job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They feel free. Yeah. So if you, if you think about it from that perspective, the metaverse is here. We're already kind of like living it. So to speak.
1: Yeah. I guess when you're saying metaverse, I'm thinking like some ready player one type shit where yeah. it's like, I'm in the game, I'm no. I'm doing this. You know what I we're mean? We're a ways away from like or, the suit
0: that like yeah, when somebody touches your thigh, you can feel them touching we're away, your thigh we're, and they're not even there. We're far <laughs> away
1: from the spy kids three, the guy metaverse type shit. Yeah. Um but man, it's I don't know. I just can't wait to see what happens can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see all the memes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and all the jokes and just funny shit that happens in the metaverse or whatever. But, um, yeah. But what's, what's going on with you besides, besides that? Um, fatherhood, fatherhood. I know. How's the baby man? She's doing good. She's getting big.
0: She's got like, she was already born with like a head full of hair, but now her hair actually like, she got an Afro.
1: Um, like, a lot of hair it, like that? or like, She has,
0: like, a little... She has a curly fro. Okay. She has a curly fro. But, yeah. like, my girl twisted her hair recently, and, like, her hair kind of, like, hangs and, like, dangles. Mm-hmm. And then after she goes to sleep, she wakes up and has, like, kind of, like, this fuzzy coolio kind of thing going. <laughs> yeah. And it's just... It's hilarious to me. But, you know, I think that it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just fun, you know. I think
1: she being a coolio. dad is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild uh, how fast time actually passes by and how little time we actually have. We are a speck of dust oh in my this God. like immense universe. It's like it in re in in it's I don't want to get existential, but right in in this space right now, the conversation that we're happening, like the metaverse or whatever we're talking about, like mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of how wide our world or universe or galaxy or whatever really is.
0: No, you I don't mean shit, and nobody's nothing. Gonna, but it's think, okay, cause yeah.
1: that's you know, it means something to us.
0: Um, so I guess,
1: it, I, <laughs> I guess, I guess my life means something. I guess my was, life has some meaning. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I think you, we give our lives meaning. If there are, there is no meaning, so we give. Our lives. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To from us. from an, yeah. an from an animalistic, you know, nature sense, like our prime directive, as with all other forms of life, is reproduce really. It's right? like just reproduce so and like, live. Yeah.
0: Almost be be just be a part of society. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, like when you say we're a speck of dust, I don't even know if we're like a
1: full we're speck of dust. Not even Adam.
0: Like, yeah, you know, like what I think of like, think about like the like the pyramids, right, and mm-hmm. like, like, <laughs> like pharaohs and
1: different people. This is you, what I wanted to get into conspiracies. Well, this not is- even conspiracies. <laughs>
0: like when you think about those people, like I've like King Tut, yeah, or Cleopatra. Like she's not a speck of dust. She is like a dust cloud. You know what I mean? She's a prime in time, figure in history in yeah. time. Like for like her name will live on for millions and bajillion years, right? Yeah. Where like for me, like nobody's building a pyramid in my name. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna have like some sort of super tomb, uh-huh. and in a thousand years they'll be like, Yes, here We're lies you here here up. lies here lies Mike from Harlem, <laughs> who encouraged black people to <laughs> invest their money and yeah. you know, do their taxes better <laughs> or yeah. start businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, bro. Like, um, but I do feel like a hundred percent you're you're right from the standpoint. We're here to reproduce and give our lives meaning and hopefully like I feel like now I wish I definitely wish that I had kids sooner. Really? hundred percent. I definitely wow. wish that I had kids sooner because I realized, like, I want to be, like, super-duper-duper successful. I want to yeah. make a ton of money and just be able to, like, kind of be, like, financially free. Yeah. And same. In, in order to do that, I've learned, and it took me, unfortunately, it took me, like, 30 years to learn this. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, there's something that's more valuable than money that you don't realize, and it's time. Mm-hmm. Like, time is so is worth so much more than money. Because, yeah, you you use your time and labor to make money, Mm -hmm. but time you can't like spend it and get it back like Mm -hmm. money. I could spend it and get it back. I can keep doing that where I'm going to keep getting older. There's no backtracking. There's no, you know, uh, a miracle elixir that's going to keep me young or even keep me alive. So I have a limited amount of time to get this stuff done. So now having a kid, I feel like I have even less time. I feel Mm -hmm. like I have even less opportunities to make the money that I want to make that's going to give me the lifestyle that I want. So I almost wish that if I had kids a little bit younger, now I could be like fully invested or I could spend way more time on, you know, things that are important to me and finding balance between giving my kids the things that they need and, you know, making sure that they're in the best schools and owning property and whatnot where – now I feel like it's not to say it's too late. I'm mm-hmm. still gonna do those things. Yeah. But now I just feel like I'm a little bit older. I'm a little bit more tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that things energy like that things things wearing me out. Um, I don't think that you realize or not you, but I don't think I've ever realized that. Um. I, I I don't think I ever noticed how much my energy or how much energy you put into things, and yeah, you know how much energy you waste on you know people who don't even deserve your time yeah how much time you spend doing shit that's like meaningless and i'm not even talking about like like yeah you could say like playing like some people might say playing a video game is like a waste of time right yeah. cuz you're just sitting there watching a screen but you're actually like changing your mood, you know, you're, you're experiencing boosting your, the different things. Yeah, you know, you're the, you're boosting your serotonin levels. You're doing something for yourself that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that afterwards and it's kind of giving you that balance so that you can go do other things. Where, you know, if you walk around and you're stressed all the time, you need something to relieve that stress. Mm-hmm. And sometimes relieving that stress means going on a war zone and killing people. Because <laughs> you can't relieve your stress <laughs> yeah. by in real life killing people. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Damn, that's so crazy. It's it's even more crazy because um, I just started watching Westworld the other week. Oh, how do you feel about it? <sighs> Shit is it's good. It's cool. What uh, season are you on? Uh, I just started season two. I think I'm on like okay. episode four of okay. season two or episode five of season two.
0: Okay, I stopped around there. Okay, okay, okay. But season one, fire.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I season was, two got yeah, a little Have weird. you ever played uh, Detroit Becomes Human? No okay it's a video game that came out for I, I don't know if it was a i don't know if this is a playstation exclusive but it's a playstation, it's a PlayStation okay okay okay. A
2: PS4 and
1: PC, okay yeah so i i got it for the ps4 and i played it while i was in college okay uh my girlfriend and i played it together and it uh it's a it's a decision-based game where there are multiple endings and stuff like that and when I first when I watched the first episode of Westworld, I was like, this is Detroit Becomes Human. Mm. It's literally, like, the exact same concept. There are these, like, androids that are programmed to do these certain tasks. They're not supposed to hurt us. They're not supposed to have their own, you know, uh, ideas or anything yeah. else like that. Same concept as iRobot with but fucking you, Will Smith. So you it's went, the same shit. Something that's what? a little
0: nutty. What? Detroit Becomes Human is actually Westworld. Because Which one came first? Westworld. I didn't know this. My mom had to tell me this. When I told her Westworld was fire, uh-huh. she was like, "Oh, must be." She said, "I wonder if it's as good as the book, or something like that, oh, something to that okay. effect." I didn't know. that Where it I was, was like,
1: "What?" I didn't know that it was a book. Me neither. I yeah. thought that this was just somebody's okay. genius yeah. idea. Like, yeah,
0: but it, it is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so layered. Mm-hmm. There's so well, many layers. I, I
1: thought of it immediately when you were like, "We can't just go out and kill people for stress." When really, these rich people and and I did the math in the show. It's forty thousand dollars a day to be in Westworld. So if you're in Westworld, you're making you're making Mondo bread because you know? these dudes so live in Westworld. What'd you say? I
0: said these dudes live in Westworld. They live in Westworld. So they got bread bread. They
1: got bread bread. You know. <laughs> um, so it's just like you're paying all this money. They live in the metaverse. You're, they're they're living in 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 the metaverse, but it's not really the metaverse. Westworld's a met. It's still reality. It's, it's 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 not even augmented reality. It's a it's a weird thing because they mentioned that in the show, um, the investors, uh, the Delos company, like mm-hmm. the made up company in Westworld or whatever, they talk about. Um, the Spoilers! Head guy. Spoilers! If you <laughs> haven't Westwood, a fucking five-year-old or four-year-old show. Um, yeah, he's like, uh, instead of investing in virtual reality, augmented reality, you had me invest in these robots or, or these hosts or something like that, right? And I was like, oh my god, that's it's like such a parallel to what's going on right now, yeah. where everybody's investing in the metaverse or this, then a third. And you have, like, companies, like, I I think it's called, like, Boston Dynamics or something, Mm. making these robot dogs and, like, robot helpers and shit like that. you seen those videos? No, not yet. Yo, (laughs) there's this one video of the humanoid robot or whatever that they made, and it's trying to, like, perform a task, like, pick up a box and put it somewhere else. And uh, they're testing its ability to correct, I think, or something like that. Or they're just fucking with it. But they were picking up the box. And they were like hitting it with stuff to make it drop the box, right? So it would have to pick up the box again. I was like, yo, once this robot gets consciousness, he's, gonna, he's gonna kill y'all really niggas. <laughs> like, like, yo, like, like I wouldn't do none of that. Like
0: this is one of shit this shit is crazy. I actually like low-key have a real life fear of like Skynet. Artificial artificial intelligence getting yeah. to that point. Mm-hmm. Like I saw like um it was like, one of, you know, those clickbait sort of things, like like when you're on Snapchat and you read like a, 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 a like one of an articles, article and there's like yeah. a clickbait article. Like, yeah, yeah. So they had the clickbait article one time and it was like, robot kills 18 scientists in Japan. Yeah. And the robot was like turned off two days ago mm-hmm. and somehow he like turned itself back on. I was just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. we're here. This that's is it. it. This is it. This is it. Where it's is the terminator? Takeover. Somebody go somebody call John Connor. <laughs> yo,
1: fucking nah, that shit is so crazy. And I and I I, 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 I kind of You ever see the movie Her? Her. With Joaquin Phoenix and he falls in love with the phone AI. No, no. Oh my god. So no, no, <laughs> no. love no. that movie, yo. That's,
0: that, that's you want to know what's funny? That's like a movie John would have tried to like get me to watch. You get Like that, like uh, what is it, like Sunshine on a Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. like movies in that like realm. And I yeah. just th- those are movies that, you know, I got to have like mad weed and really prepare myself to sit down for two yeah. hours and tap in. Um, I, d- I did see that it got a lot of good reviews, but I also yeah, I didn't. It, it was good. I also didn't get it. Like I didn't mm-hmm. understand the purpose.
1: He was so it it seemed like he was not he wasn't bad at forming human connections but there was something that the connection with the ai and his phone was giving him that a human connection was not and it was a lot easier to Mm. do that because not only is he able to tell the ai about himself to make them learn more and more and more but he's also teaching them about the world he's like kind of guiding the ai through this entire thing so if you see if you see you know you're looking over you're in her you're watching joaquin phoenix on a picnic blanket with a tripod and a phone like facing him or something like that you're thinking like yo this guy's crazy but he's he's thinking about it like wow this is actually really nice that i can just sit here and have a conversation where it feels like i'm having a conversation with myself but it's almost like you can you can form the ai to be the type of person that you You would would want want you know what i mean um and there's a trade-off. There's a trade-off because it's like, you know, physical touch means a lot to humans. But at the same time, you're willing to trade that for uh, uh, being able to connect with this inanimate object right. easier. But it's slowly gaining consciousness. And then then we have the prob- the Westworld problem where it's like how much consciousness constitutes Bro. like a person or not a person.
0: You My, know what I mean? So That's why I say Westworld is like the metaverse because mm-hmm. it's like... At at what point or how many episodes do you watch before you realize like there's like not very many people that are actual people Mm -hmm. like so many of the people on the show are all robots. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, a few people like really, really, really die. But, but once you see as many robots as you see die, like real people, mm-hmm. it's almost like, bro, I don't the know if you was learned. real. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if he was real or not, bro. I don't know if I could be as emotionally attached to you as nah, I was to there are some characters I'm
1: like, get this nigga off my screen, yo. I'm, I, do, I do not care about this yeah. person. Like, um, <laughs> like Dolores, the main yeah. robot, right? There are some areas in her storyline where I'm like, you think you're so smart, but this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, seen anybody do. Like uh, like I'm at this point in the show where, so you know the other robot Teddy and his prime, he's like the gunslinger. Yeah, uh, guy, yeah, yeah. Um, his prime directive is protect Dolores, so right. he's gonna do whatever she wants at all. But he has a certain level of morality to his character. Right, he knows more about right from wrong than Dolores. Mm-hmm. Even though Dolores thinks she's always right. Um, and uh, there was this part where Dolores tells him. To kill another host, right? But uh, and she tells him to do it in the back where he thinks she can't see. So this is a test, mm-hmm. right? And he doesn't realize it's a test, but he's about to to kill the other host and his friends, but he decides to spare them. Yeah. He says leave, and Dolores actually ends up seeing it and slaughters so, him. No, 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 no. He she uh 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 she has one of the lab like scientists or workers like kidnapped so that way they can. You know, program other hosts and stuff for her because yeah. she can't do it herself. Um, and she turn, he turns, uh, he she changes his character, yeah. right? But she doesn't know that this is gonna bite her in the ass. I haven't even seen how it bites her in the ass yet, but I know it's going to. It's one of those TV tropes. So she, they turned his aggression all the way up and turned down his morality, right? So that way he's okay with killing and doing whatever anybody. to anybody. He doesn't give a fuck, yeah, right? But now she's. Losing the part of him that she loves the most and she hasn't realized it yet. She thinks she's doing this for the greater good. And this is her going through learning more about humanity and the lines are being blurred. And it's like you can't just change people to your whim and expect them to be the same person that you want. So I might
0: have gotten a little bit further ahead in Westworld than I thought. Well, don't spoil me. Yeah, maybe I got up to like season three and then I tapered off. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. But... The show definitely gets more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, real quick, have you seen like the Samurai yet? Yes, I have. I thought that shit was so cool. Right. I was
1: like, I was watching this. I was like, Yo, this is Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, bro, that shit this was is, hard. <laughs> this is so, so cool. Um, one of
0: my favorite games of all time it was a PlayStation exclusive game, uh, Tenchu: Stealth Assassins. Have you guys ever heard of it? What? What? what I'm year really it, what old. Year this is like, PS1. Oh, this no. is like PS One. No. Oh, this is like PS. The okay. oldest
1: ninja game I remember was like Ninja Gaiden yeah. or Ninja Gaiden. Yeah.
0: Bro, Tenchu Stealth Assassins was like, it was like, damn, I'm old. So it's like, <laughs> like, like, like original. It's
1: crazy because you're not even that old.
0: So like GTA. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember, do you guys remember when GTA used to be only
1: top left, top view? Yeah, I no, okay. I, I had never played GTA like okay, that.
0: Okay. So GTA, like back in the day, it was only aerial view. Okay. Tenshu Stealth Assassin was like if they took the aerial view GTA, but gave you the per- first person view. Like when we first got first person view, it was like Doom. It was like GTA Three or oh. or or. Are <laughs> uh, you w-
2: talking about, talking
0: about a GTA? Game? I'm talking about in GTA oh, when okay. you first That's where I was got
1: like Doom first person shooter. You,
0: you mean third person? Uh, Is like, is it third person? I, I guess it's
1: third person.
0: Yeah. So okay. So third person. When you get mm-hmm. to like third person view, Tenchu: The Assassin is like that. It's like third person view, but you're doing all gangster samurai shit. But it's like it's like in yeah. ancient Japan. But yeah. it's like you running up on dudes behind their backs, slitting their throats. Actually, let me let me. I'm gonna dip away from GTA. It was more like um um. Damn. What's the game with solid Solid Snake? Solid Metal Snake? Gear Solid. It was more like Japanese Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, fire game, dope ass game. Um, but I just feel like since I've been here, I've just been aging myself. <laughs> Thank you for that, no,
1: guys. No, no problem. Nah, the oldest games I remember. Uh, uh, I think the oldest console games that I played was probably on the PS2. And it was just shit like Spyro or Sly Cooper. Yeah. Um, but before that, I, I still have your old uh, Game Boy Color, the green oh. one. Manny uh, he still plays it. He still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I your mom a, just bought a game for it. Yeah, and I had a, a, the original, like, Pokemon Gold, like, playing at John. Was game that one. mine? Uh, no, I think it was John's old one. You sure? I think I'm sure. <laughs> I think I'm sure. <laughs> about ask for it back, like, 20 years <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, But nah, those are like the oldest games that I can kind of like compare shit to and stuff like that. But I didn't really, I wasn't really into, I was always into games, but I didn't get into like more games until probably like middle school, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare type shit, like seventh grade.
0: You you don't know how much I wish I played Call of Duty like earlier.
1: Why? Why? It was toxic. It was crazy. I heard some crazy shit as a seventh grader. (laughs) heard all these slurs that I've never heard before. And I'm just like, oh, my God. People talk like this.
0: So I, I like, fell out of touch or fell out of love with gaming, like, Mm -hmm. probably because I lived in New York City, like, in the city. Yeah. And, like, for me, it was all about going outside. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in my adult life now, I realize how many stupid things that I did as a kid when Going I prob- outside. when I probably should have yeah. just been in the house playing video games. Like I would have probably been a lot better off. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're young, you're stupid, you gotta live and learn. You wanna do um, whatever, yeah. But I wish that I played more games because I see where gaming is now and how much money people are making from, mm-hmm. you know, streaming, just playing games like. There's a lot of people who are making money playing games that don't stream, which I didn't mm. know or I wasn't aware of before. Yeah, and I'm kind of learning more about now. So.
1: What through like through like sponsorships and like esports teams? Exactly and, sponsorships, uh, esports teams, and tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. So I was thinking like, about
1: doing a local game tournament or something like that. I think going to going to a Guilty Gear tournament, and getting clapped. Nah, that would be crazy. Um,
0: I think that there's, I think that there's a lot of money in that, and I think that it's the future. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think like being from Harlem. How do we
1: get away from the metaverse? You're about to say metaverse. Again.
0: Well, I was just saying, like being from yeah. being from Harlem, people make money like sponsoring their own tournaments. Like people yeah. put a tournament together and. Tell people, like, oh, give me $5,000, put your team in our tournament. Mm-hmm. And if your tournament has a big enough name, you know, as the person who puts the tournament together, you make a little profit, mm-hmm. and you put together a nice tournament for the community, right? Yeah. Where with eSports, it's so much bigger. Where, like, the way I see it or, like, my vision is almost like a basketball tournament is specific to your neighborhood and the mm-hmm. people who live in your area or the people who are willing to go see it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Rucker Park is a famous park. We know that every summer they have a tournament. It doesn't matter where you're from, almost in the world, you've heard of Rucker Park one way or another, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time for these esports, it's like there's no there's no Rucker Park. It's more like if you're a big enough, if you have a big enough whatever, your exposure is global. You know what I mean? Where it's like here, you gotta go to Rucker Park to see the game and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And even if you watch the game on YouTube it's after it already happened Mm -hmm. so you can already know what the outcome was or you know what i mean where with these esports tournaments and things like that it's like you could put on a tournament where people are yeah you could be physically here Mm -hmm. or you could be online from wherever you're at you could be at your crib Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like yeah the 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 opportunity um or the net you cast you cast a a lot wider net Mm -hmm. i think with the esports
1: and yeah even uh at the at the beginning of the of the lockdown in 2020, that's mm-hmm. when I started. That's when I actually like got into Warzone because there was you no know, barely any other shit to do. That shit, good, good. playing video games. Are nah, really pretty got good me through that?
0: You guys, you guys are
1: pretty good. I the, suck. No, not anymore. I suck at life. I haven't life. played. I haven't played Call of Duty in so long. But you guys are still better than me. <laughs> but no, uh, like uh, it's funny you said. I remember. Um, I think it was me. Darian, John, and John's friend Manny. Right? Well, we did. We did a. We did a tournament. Like a. a it was like a kill race. So you, you you get like two hours. You play as many games as you can within those two and just hours. Get kills. And you just get kills. And like the person who like gets the most kills gets like the team who gets the most kills gets like five hundred bucks or some shit like that. Okay. And it's like a five buck buy in or something. Okay. You know, and we did five that dollars was, per person or per team. I think it was like per person. Okay. Um, but. <coughs> It was my idea, so I wanted to do it so I didn't make anybody pay. I was just like, fuck it, let me just give twenty it's bucks. It's only twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um but uh but and, and that was fun. That was a lot of fun. You know what I mean? It felt how many like people were in the tournament? There was a bunch of teams. And and there was a there was a KD cap. Like there was like, oh you can't have like above this KD, but the difference it's, is that people were going So you
0: all had to be like the same level of shitty?
1: The, <laughs> yeah, so it's like if somebody's got yeah. like
0: I'm just getting my calculator. I'm yeah, listening.
1: no no problem. If, if somebody had like a 2.5 KD, you can't participate. If yeah. you're sorry, not if one person. If your team, if you're had an average KD Had an average KD of like 2.5 or some shit. Yeah. It's like, "Oh no, you can't." Yeah, yeah, it's you're like a good. two or less or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? So right. it was like um So uh, can
0: you and, give and me And this th- is the thing.
1: Oh. Oh, sorry. No. What were we going to say? I was going
0: to say, "Can you give me a ballpark number of how many people were in the tournament?"
1: Let's say 80 20 teams uh, Four people per team Does that make sense That's 80 right I'm I'm probably I'm probably over Overestimating Let's just say that
0: Yeah My fault The reason why I did that is I wanted to see So you said first place Got 500 bucks yeah, was I, and, did and second place I or anybody that, get anything? I just took
1: that number on my ass. It could be anything. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: just I was curious, kind of like to do the math on how much money you could make putting together this type of tournament. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you could make like sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah, and the winner take home five hundred bucks, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Five hundred bucks to split between you and your friends is reasonable. It's like yeah. one thirty a person or whatever it is. Or mm-hmm.
1: for like two hours of playing video games. Yeah, two hours of pl- yeah. two
0: hours of something that you would have did for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, to make to 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 set to basically offer first place five hundred, you make sixteen hundred on the whole thing, so you net eleven hundred in profit. Yeah, and you probably never have to leave your crib. You don't have to set All up. All you got
1: to do is monitor the the tournament. You don't have, have to make sure set nobody's up. Nobody's cheating. You don't have <laughs> to set
0: up tables and chairs and mm-hmm. an entire basketball arena for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when are, when are we gonna start this business, bro? What business? The the business of these tournaments. If, if if five five bucks a person, eleven hundred dollars a tournament. I, I do a know. we could do a two hour tournament every day. But you know <laughs> now there's
1: now there's like uh, uh, now there's things like Z League, you know okay. what I mean? Where Z League is it was a, you know a tech startup for uh, basically putting together like tournaments for different first person shooter games. Mm. You know um, and uh, your stats and like it, and everything is monitored by the company. So yeah. it's like you don't have to worry about people cheating or, or people, you know, lying and being like, oh, I don't I don't have this KD or something like right. that. Or I got these many kills. And then at the end of it, you get a, a certain amount of money. And and if you don't have a team, they could like match you with people. So shit like that. what, you know what, what I mean?
0: protects you or what stops you from like a dude creating a brand new like.
1: Nothing. Cod account. There's no, there's no, there's no fix for that. So if um, like Swag the only, the or Nick Merks
0: decides to create an account with a zero KD, they could just jump in the tournament and. It'd probably be at a everybody.
1: disadvantage because if you if you start a brand new account, then you probably only have a limited amount of guns and things that you can use. Those
0: dudes have money. They're gonna buy everything. You buy yeah, small. but
1: I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about the drawbacks of like doing that. You mm. know what I mean? But I know that people do it. Huh. Even if I don't buy progression <laughs> You can't fake the sauce No I know you you don't have any guns, so you can't Yeah no guns. you can't You don't but really have In
0: COD I buy I, I buy guns in Call of Duty all the yeah, time Yeah but that's
1: different That's like you're, you're buying the pre-made Like things or packs or whatever uh, they're called the, 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 You know what I mean Yeah the blueprints uh, Like you can yeah. do that but at the same time It's like, but it's if, like there's if, still shit that you If just I'm like have Nick
0: Merckx or Aiden Do I even really need right. that? <laughs>
1: well, Aiden, I, nah, Aiden's cheater. You saw that video? This nigga got walls, yo.
0: Aiden, he's a cheater, the, yo. He got walls. I saw
1: this. I saw this thing where he's like, "Oh, you see that? My my cursor just locked on directly to that guy. Must have been a bug." I was like, "Nah, that's sus, bro. That is so he, weird." He's
0: definitely cheating. He has a sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in the metaverse Yo, he's, already, he's in he, the game locked in. That dude no, is in the dude, game
1: nah. When I was You know uh, I tried to have a uh, Call of Duty YouTube channel When I was younger mm-hmm. uh, You know those uh, You know You know in like Prime Genius I, You know what I won't if say If you'd have stuck with it I won't say You'd Prime. be up right now I'd be up Yo. <laughs> If you'd have stuck with it You would <laughs> be up right now would have been so crazy but, um,
0: That's one of those things My father made I me mean, cut you up But that's one yeah. of those things That's like in uh, a confirmation Like you had the vision as a teenager at like 14 or 15 to start this channel. And then here we are 10 years later and like Call of Duty, Call of Duty is as big as it's ever been. No,
1: exactly. But it's like, I I had, I think I was, I think it was around the same time, like in seventh grade or whatever. And I was, I was inspired by a, you know, I wanted to get better at the game. So I was like, oh yeah. what Better way to get better than to like watch other people play, you know, that are better than me It's yeah. like the same thing in basketball. You want to you want to get better at basketball play against really good people, you know yeah. And then you just work at it over time, right? It's, uh, which is a pretty basic concept because even now I'm, I've been getting back into fighting games thanks to Darien um, and we've been playing guilty gear a lot and I purposely like try to play people that are better than me and Darian's better than me so I love playing against Darian and um Nah, stop because I was clapping you the other day Nah, it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't matter I want but I'm getting better though, right? It went from 10 don't, to 2 Don't make me expose four, you 10 to 3 Right? right? Don't make me don't expose matter, so you, know, you That's an excuse oh, exactly. That's now an excuse If you, have you have was <laughs> If He was really about <laughs> now, it, he'd be now he got to spank you. Oh, now
0: you got to spank him. You like 20
1: to 3, right? This nigga is So nah, when so not. you were
0: you were kind of just trying to keep his confidence up the games <laughs> that he won. Nah, that's
1: so crazy. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I played the game and mad, while I was mad, I see
0: the man comes in like Ben granted and he's been he's been at it all day like Goku <laughs> Training
1: (laughs) No, it's literally that same mentality. It's like every time I lose I come back stronger. But it's the same shit in you know in life and basketball and other all these other things. But anyway, I had a channel, um, don't remember what it was called, but it was linked like with my mom's account. So because you know, it was still like that time where she didn't really know what was going on in the internet anyway. So it was like anybody could be doing anything. Yeah. Um what is it? And I would I would be making these videos. And I think I made one video and my mom told me, she was like, oh, Aaron, did you like, see your most recent video? And I was like, yeah, my most recent video. She was like, oh, I just wanted to let you know some people left some like comments on there that may not be the nicest or some shit like that. You mm. know what I mean? Cause people shit talk on the internet, right? And uh, it was like, there was a whole, all these comments where I was like, oh, you suck. You should quit this channel. Da-da-da-da-da. like in my mind, in my seventh grade mind, I was like, one, why are you watching the video? If if, If you you think I suck and you hate it, you know what I mean? You have nothing better to do with your life. And then my, and then, um, I remember, uh, when my mom told me this and I looked at the comments and I read them or whatever, and I I, I, like looked her in the eye and I I didn't say it like this, but it was to the affect of, I don't give a fuck what these people are telling me online right now. I really don't care. You know what I mean? Um, but then I kinda I kinda like fell off of it because it was too much work. It's not like I was editing it or anything, but yeah. like for my seventh grade brain, I was just like, oh, now I gotta record it, then I gotta do this, and I gotta do that. And if I mess up I feel like I gotta do it again. Yeah. You know, it's that perfectionist type of thing kicking in. 100%. But um but yeah, I did that. I had I had a stop motion YouTube channel where I would make uh like stop motion animations with like Different figurines and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I was always like doing stuff like that. And I feel like over time it's just manifested into doing different creative endeavors and shit like that. But if I were to stay on the Call of Duty wave like I was, nigga, Bro. I would have been rolling in it. I would you'd not, be,
0: I, I'd be. You'd young. at least be like Tim the Tapman. You might not have been like the best of the best. I may not be the like, best of the, but the, here's you'd the thing. you still been lit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. If and I, I was saying,
1: getting good too, because I was playing so much. Tim has a Lambo, yeah, yeah. so he's doing something. He's doing something right. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I was playing a lot. I I did a uh, remember, <laughs> remember uh, before FaZe Clan was like a, before it was like a team or anything else like that. There were literally just people on the internet doing like quick scoping montages, like in Call of Duty. Oh nah, and they I, would make like like they would just add so music to the background and just. This was like...
0: It would just be fire clips of...
1: Just be fire clips of like, oh, I just sniped this guy from across the map or some yeah. shit like that. And it would, everything would be on beat and it would be really cool. Like, I was doing stuff like that. Um, I think I ended up, like, taking all the videos down because... Um, I think somebody, like, found my channel that I knew in real life. And they were, like telling people about it and I got nervous and I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't really want people to watch me like that. It's, it feels different. When it's like people, you know, and then people you don't like, you don't give a fuck if you're broadcasting to people you don't know. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. But How old like, are you at that point? I'm probably like 11 or 12. So that's like that type of age yeah. where I'm like hypersensitive to what other people think uh, about think me. because I'm still trying to figure out myself as a person. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't feel bad about that or anything like that, because it's like you know what I can, uh, I can still do that, and I still stream sometimes, and I'll get like five viewers. Of course, like two of them might be people I know, and uh, and the other ones are like random people. But at the same time, it's like yeah, shit, I'll still do it. I'm not that good at it, cause dude, dude I don't play games like that anymore. But if
0: you were consistent, and I'm not saying that you're you were wrong for stopping or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. it's just I I have these kind of conversations with myself all the time. Yeah. Or like those ideas that I had when I was 12, <laughs> if 13, I 14. I would have kept on I would have just stuck with it when everyone was telling me to quit, that I was mm-hmm. stupid for wanting to do something different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If I would have just stuck with it, I would be like in my own world right now and yeah. those people would be like begging me to hang yo, out. Yo, Mike, put me on. Put me on. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: No, that shit is crazy, yo. Like, um, like I think about certain ideas that I've had like over time there was this one situation where literally an idea that I had someone else like did like after a while and like it became successful and I was like yo that's so crazy I was just thinking about that like the other day or something like that you know um but yeah that that stuff happens all the time but you don't you can't like focus on that you kind of just got to roll with the punches you know what I mean and just do it do whatever you got to do you know and if the one thing I did want to talk about I know we're getting close to time We've been talking for a while now Yeah But I did want to touch on like sneakers And stuff like that Oh because, yeah 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 um Shit is so crazy You know you can't find like Air Forces And you can't just walk into Foot Locker And get Air Forces now Cause there's re- That shit is ridiculous yeah, yo right. This is a $90 shoe And y'all are trying to sell it for just to be able to go to fucking and <laughs> Right Mo Yo R.I.P. Modell R.I.P. P. 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 Modell R.I.P. Dicks RIP for R.I.P. R.I.P. Sports Authority. Uh, uh, R.I.P. There's another one. Where's that? What was that store? Played It Again Sports. Are they still a thing? No. That's a
0: used,
1: that's that's a used sport uh, sports retailer, right? Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of them. Nah, I went to Play It Again Sports yeah. because. Like R.I.P. Models. Really? For sure. Damn, but yeah, R.I.P. Models. Um, they had the best theme song in the game. Gotta go to (laughs) Moe's. Gotta go to Moe's, yeah. That shit was hard. Somebody's gotta make a dance remix of that. Back in the days, there was really like...
0: Modell's was really like one of the only stores that you could walk in like the day after a release. And and still get the shoe. And maybe still get the shoe. Like Mm -hmm. It would have to be a Modell's that was like in the sticks, bro. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But they had them. You know what I mean? And like back then, like I would... (sighs) Again... It, it, this thing about consistency. If mm-hmm. I had known what I know now about sneakers or what I'm doing with sneakers now, yeah, you know, there was a time like, and I was gonna say this when you brought up the thing about like when you have ideas. Oh, just
1: pull it, Michael. little oh, bit sorry, closer. No, when it's all right.
0: The thing with like you were saying a second ago, when you have ideas mm-hmm. and you'll see somebody else have will have done your idea and like it blew up. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times, at least four or five times, my mom has called me like, Michael, somebody just somebody did your, your idea, idea. Yeah. like like somebody did it like and it'll be some shit. like I thought about I came home like with the light bulb over my head mm. ranted to my mom probably for two hours about it and then a year later I I didn't act on it and my mom saw somebody else did it right mm-hmm. and when it came to like reselling or just sneakers in general like I worked at foot locker when I was 15 mm-hmm. so my relationship with sneakers and my love for sneakers was like it started at probably at like twelve. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where I ha- I probably had like f- that's like the age though. I probably had like fifty pairs of sneakers by the time I was thirteen. Oh, can't relate.
1: Yeah, by the time <laughs> I was thirteen,
0: relate. I had like fifty pairs of sneakers. Mm-hmm. But I was like making my own money, hustling in a barber shop, like mm-hmm. sweeping up hair and just helping out, making tips. Every Sunday, I'd go sneaker shopping, so I had like new sneakers for school. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I was like fifteen, I just applied for a job. I went to an open house. I was like the first person there. This is at Foot Locker? This is at Foot Locker. And lucky for me, the manager guy, he hired me because I was the first person there. I didn't have to interview. I didn't have to do anything. He didn't even ask me how old I was. He was just (laughs) like, he was like, I respect that you've been here since 6 in the morning and we're not starting till Mm 8. Like, I, I think he like pulled up and was like getting coffees. For like everyone else. And I was just standing there with like my, my two copies of my resume and a manila Manila folder or whatever mm-hmm. that my mom gave me. And I had my my slacks on. And he was like, yeah, bro, you're hired. Mm-hmm. You're going to work at the 125th Street store with me. And I was yeah. just like, all right, cool. And That's cool, yo. By the time I was like 16 or 17, I probably had like 200 pairs of sneakers. Mm-hmm. My sneakers were like everywhere in our house, like still in the boxes. Like my closet, I couldn't use my closet. My closet was, like, literally floor to ceiling, every shelf, just sneakers. All my clothes were, like, in either drawers or in laundry bags. Mm -hmm. And my mom was, like, stressed because sneakers were, like, taking over our house. (laughs) And she would be so upset with me, so much so that when I had new sneakers, I would have to sneak them in the house. Like, if I had, like, a few boxes of sneakers, I'd have Mm -hmm. to sneak them in so, like back in the days the, the 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 um the the sauce at Foot Locker was you know Foot Locker has a 50% off like every month yeah for it's like exclusive to employees and for mm-hmm. like friends and family or whatever and at my store they had layaway still so you can on a 50 on a 50% off put it on you could put it on layaway and i think you had to put down 30% mm-hmm. or 20% so i would literally go and hold every shoe in my size for two weeks and I would have my little stash spot and then on the 50 I would just come buy everything 50% off put it on layaway and then every check for two for like a month Mm -hmm. I would just pay it off and then once I paid it off I'd come home with 10 boxes of sneakers and my mother would be like what what are you doing why do you have more sneakers Michael you you only have two feet you can't even wear all of them. Yeah. I know you're not wearing all of these sneakers. I've watched the shoebox sit here for months. And it's like, after having done all that and been there, I got to a point where when I went to college, I like gave away all my sneakers, like sneakers that I'd never worn, mm-hmm. sneakers that were brand new. Whereas like if I had the inkling of knowing where sneakers would go, and I already had the vision to know mm-hmm. that sneakers were it. Mm-hmm. And I only, bought, I only bought sneakers that, I liked or that had value to me, right? Mm -hmm. Where now, these same sneakers that I loved and appreciated, they get retroed now for, like, newer generations. It's like, bro, I had those in every single color, and if I resold them, even my worn pairs, I could have resold all my worn pairs for, like, three, four hundred bucks. I had, like, three hundred pairs of sneakers. You know what I mean? I should have 30,000. I should have 30,000 to, like, $90,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I just didn't I just didn't connect the two. I didn't connect the dots.
1: Well, how you, there's no way you could have known that it would be like yeah. this today. You know what yeah. I mean? So I don't think that's something to like discredit yourself for, but you. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. But at the same time, you you have more sauce than someone else that would want to start reselling sneakers because it's like. All right, this is how I got, you know, 300 pairs of sneakers and da-da-da-da like that. Right. You know, if, if I could find a different way to recreate that, you know, using today's methods, now it's like I can get that same kind of lightning in a bottle easier than someone with no information. <sighs> Even though the information it's is tough. a lot easier to access now. It's tough. But um, now it's tough. They make it But impossible. it's crazy because... Uh, the sneakers that, you know, you refer to them as, like, retros, but when, you know, you were growing up, these shits were coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were brand new. Yeah. Um. For for me, from middle school, I guess, all the way through high school, I wasn't, I really wasn't, or at least I didn't think the sneaker game was like this at the time, but for, for me and for a couple of people around me, it wasn't about retros because they were releasing some fire performance models and, like, like the LeBrons. Um, the early KD's, um, yeah, fire They're 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 good looking they're shoes. Just Lebron. Lebron's, LeBron's right?
0: my, my my favorite shoe Lebron ever put out. I don't think it's ever coming back out. But it's the Lebron twenty five and five. It was like okay. the shoe that had two straps. If you think oh, yeah, about yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you think about like a lot of sneakers now, mm. the technology that they put into those sneakers mm-hmm. into newer sneakers. He had already done it in that shoe, yeah. but he killed himself by not making it a part of his primary collection, line, his primary yeah. line, because it was like that secondary la- line. It was almost like, mm-hmm. oh, like everybody's going to like these or people are going to like rock with yeah, these because it's yeah, LeBron. Yeah. And these are supposed to be like the cheaper because I think they were only like $110. There's like, that's another like you shoe. You
1: get the, the like primary line LeBron, uh, LeBrons or... I think there was a line, that, like a se- the It Was the soldier? Line. It's called the soldiers. Yeah, soldiers. yeah, yeah. The yeah. soldier. Soldiers. <laughs> the, but
0: those the soldier line. They still had like the soldier one, two, three. But it was almost like how Jordan has the Jordan brand, yeah. Jordan line, and then, and then you the, have all like the Dominican poppy Jordans, like those secondary <laughs> yeah. joints that you'll see like somebody's Dominican dad wearing. Like mm-hmm. you have those joints, and like for me, LeBron, that that shoe is like. In my probably like my top five shoes of all time, mm. like favorite, 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 and another shoe that I got on a fifty fifty percent off. I had every color that came out in my Footlocker. Yeah, I paid sixty bucks or like fifty bucks for them. Yeah, not and the, I bought them the, for like the my shoe neighborhood.
1: That, the the LeBron shoe that I I never had, but I I appreciate. I think it's a good looking shoe. Is the LeBron Nine? Yeah, and it had some fire colorways. It has like, the
0: uh, the three sixty Air Bubble?
1: Uh, I. Th- no, that's the, the 10. Okay, so that's the LeBron 10, 9, the one, the, it I, only has
0: the, the rear air bubble? The, yeah, yeah, it has okay. the rear air bubble. Okay.
1: I think them shits were hard. Yeah, right? they're, they're releasing I, I think. And I would see, like, other people wearing them in fucking high school, and it would be, like, they come in every color under the sun, mm-hmm. you know? Um, But, of course, at that time, I didn't really have money like that to be – I wasn't hustling or nothing like that. The most yeah. I was doing was uh, I was getting an allowance from my parents because – uh, what was it? I mowed the lawn. I did all these know, chores. chores and shit yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And now I get like 20 bucks a week, you know, and then but I would have to save up. So when I save up, I'm like, all right, I saved up a long time, like a month and a half for, for I this moment. Get, for this moment, I better get something that I, I really like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, what is it? At the at the time, I wasn't really messing with the LeBrons, but I appreciated them. So mm-hmm. I got like all these other shoes. I got KDs. I got a... Uh, 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 I think uh, what was it? Chris Paul had a performance model, player model Jordan yeah. that came out before he had his signature line. Mm-hmm. That was fire, and I loved playing basketball on them. So any shoes that I played basketball in, I was also wearing them like casually. Yeah, you, yeah, know, you know what I mean. You the right? I had the D Rose Adidas Adidas. <laughs> I didn't have the fire ones though. I had the fives. I wish I had. The 2.5s, but they're actually retroing the twos. It's all good. They're the D Rose twos. So I was thinking about it the other day it's because
0: all good. Adidas might have ended D Rose's career.
1: Well, hold on, hold on. Before, I blame I blame before Adidas before we even get into D Rose. All right, um, I don't even know. This might have to be a two part podcast because yeah. this is going on Oof. a long. time. We're <laughs> jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. But um, but yeah, nah. I was I was like, yo, I should buy these D Rose twos or whatever because they they really released them, but they put like the newer technology in them. You know, yeah. they had some time to realize. Oh shit, we kind of fucked up. Yeah, you know, um, we kind of fucked because, up because tore. Yeah. We
0: only <laughs> fucked up. We kind of fucked up and tore Derek Rose's ACL <laughs> <laughs> after his best year ever. Yo. Like we gotta fix this. Nah, the, and the, tear his two, other what, ACL. That Was
1: 2011 MVP?
0: I can't tell MVP? you the year, but uh, he was yo. the youngest MVP.
1: Nah, he was balling out, yo he That's why I say to this day Derrick Rose is my favorite player And that's I only because Nah, that's, guy only guy, because, that's only because That's only because This nigga was balling out <laughs> Every day Every night You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, he was going hard And I was like, dang If I was, like, a player I would want to be the type of player That Derrick Rose is Because he's putting it on the floor Every night Yeah Um,
0: Derrick Rose was like yeah. AI On steroids Almost Like because he, he,
1: he had a lot more, like, explosiveness. He, yeah, than, he left uh, his, his heart
0: way. on the court every night. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think AI played like that in a lot nah, of No,
1: but the shit that Derek Rose was doing, um, you know, I, I started watching basketball probably, like, sixth grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started, like, really playing basketball, I think. And uh, watching Derek Rose or whatever, doing the fucking... The fucking in mid air changing directions, yeah. fucking that shit was insane. Yeah, you know, um, and he but he was relying on his athleticism, I think, too much, because he because uh, uh uh he knew maybe not everybody else, but he knew it's like, all right, if I if I cross over and drive in this lane, I have a ninety percent chance of making this layup because nobody's here fast enough to stop me. Right on the mm-hmm. floor, he can make that call, but. At the same time, it's like, I feel like there could have been other options for him to do that were less volatile to his body, mm-hmm. you know? It seems like he wouldn't be able to do that forever, you know? But this, I the, think, this is the thing. I think and and some... it's possible for him to do it because he got older and he went on the Timberwolves uh, last year the year before and dropped 50 fucking points out of nowhere. And niggas uh, was like, what the fuck? Like, like, I but, thought he was washed. No, nah, I think so.
0: I think Derek Rose had that in him Like, that's something that you don't lose Like, I think if you put Michael Jordan And if you let Michael Jordan right now Like, 60 years old If he was able to play in 30 games One out of those 30 games He's gonna 50. He's gonna <laughs> torch somebody Not 50 Yo. Not 50 But he's gonna torch somebody You
1: put Brian Scalabrini back in the league
0: not <laughs> not 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 white mamba. No, or the yeah. original white mamba, or what did they call him? Like red mamba? Or yeah, whatever. or something
1: like that. Nah, he was a clown. He was funny, yo. Um, but yeah, dang, this was. I feel like we spoke about so much. Yeah, nah, this episode I'm is like, crazy. I'm like preparing. We might the, have to do a P two Yeah, we definitely have to do a part two because there's just so many different things that we can talk about. But um, but yeah, man. I'm glad yeah, I did this. I'm glad that you came on, yo. You know, yeah. I'm uh Oh I I know you did some some Valentine's Day stuff the past two days, right? How was yeah, that? Yeah, that? went yeah. well. It was cool. I bought some stuff. Um when is this gonna air? Tomorrow. Tomorrow on All right. Valentine's
0: Day, so happy Valentine's Day. Lit, but, lit, lit, lit. So you know. my girl should have her stuff by then so I could guess I guess I could talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> um yo. So yesterday yesterday we did dinner. Mm-hmm. Um at, uh 1803 restaurant in downtown kind of mm-hmm. like in like the financial district yeah sort of um really dope restaurant cajun spot um there was a live band the vibe was cool mm-hmm. we had a great seat um they gave us like this big ass booth to ourselves so it was really cool that's one of the benefits of COVID, i think like usually More- like those seating seating where they usually you, a restaurant will like try to pack in eight people yeah. They're like, oh, we're just going to put you here so that you guys can all distance. And <laughs> Was it in so, the back?
1: Was it in the back of the restaurant? No, 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 So I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna <laughs> Let me tell you real quick. I know we got to get out of here, but
0: yeah. I'm going to tell you real quick. It's so funny. We went in, and they went to seat us, and we walk in, and then uh, it's a young black chick who's going to seat us, and then she takes us upstairs to, like, not a rinky-dink table, but it's like this table that's like actually like propped up against the wall, so it's not wobbly mm-hmm. or whatever. There's a guy sitting behind me. When I go to, pull, I pull out my girl's chair. Sit, she sits. Then I go to sit, and I'm like, the space for me to sit is like tiny. I'm like too big for this this seat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nah, bro. Like I'm the, the girl kind of notices it, and she goes. Wait, I'm a, I saw a booth downstairs. Let me see if it's reserved. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then she runs downstairs, comes back like 30 seconds later. She's like, come on, come on. And then she takes us downstairs <laughs> to this booth seat. It was like literally bigger than these these two couches. Mm-hmm. Like my, my girl and I sitting opposite each other. Oh, it that's was cool. Just, that's it was just vibes. a dope vibe. Yeah. Dope vibe. There. I asked
1: I asked if it was in the back. You, you know why, right?
0: Because I'm black? Because you're black. <laughs> and,
1: then, and, 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 and No, because look, the same thing. Uh, in October, we I, uh, uh, my girl, one of my girlfriend's coworkers and friends was visiting from Texas. She's, which is weird because she's also British. She, mm. she was like British and then she moved here like as a kid or whatever, but yeah. she still has an accent. Right. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, and, uh, we're, we're, we're celebrating something, you know, it, you know, came into a little bit more money. So I was like, you know what? F it. We going out for Wagyu. We going out. <laughs> you Woo! know what I'm saying? Like. Let's do it. You're you know getting what I'm money, saying? baby. And um so we are we're headed to the place. We get to the spot. It's this really nice French restaurant. It's near Union Square. I think it's like two streets up. Mm-hmm. Um they got like a Wagyu burger or some shit. I was like, let me try that. Like, give me the S cargo, give me everything. Like all the all these foods that you see on TV, I was like, give it to me. But when we I get there, and I had a reservation. Um and you know, I asked them to seat us and, and we're dressed pretty nicely. It's like I'm not and, and here's the thing, I don't like wearing dress clothes. I don't like dressing up at all. the clothes I don't I feel like they fit me. I or I haven't found like dress nice dress clothes that fit right. me properly without them being tailored. You know what I mean? Um, so I try to avoid it as much as possible. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna still look nice. So I have like designer streetwear pieces right, right that are made by like High-end designers like yeah. Pierre Moss. And You're all wearing, a, shit. Bag. Yeah, You're wearing, wearing a bag. You're wearing the bag. i like, wearing. like you might not know. If like you $1, don't $1, know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but they don't know. You know what I'm saying? So they may think oh, it looks like regular nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, they sat you in the back. Yeah, not nah, and and and, and, the, and the girls are with me, and you know they look good too, and everything like that. Yeah. Dress very nicely. I have dresses on and shit like that. And sat us in the back. Um, but there's like nobody else in the back. Everyone else like is in the front of of you know, and it's a lot of people in like shirts and ties and long dresses and yeah. stuff like that, right? So I was thinking about, it, I was like, damn, like they got me. They sat and and we were in a back. You eat and there? We were next to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we, were ate? Next, we, we, we oh. ate next to the kitchen. Food was delicious. I don't really I'd fuck. Have, you I'd know. I'd have what? flamed them niggas up. No,
0: I'd have flamed no. them. I'd have been like, what, <laughs> boy. No, Yo, Sit me Sit me closer to the action fam No but it,
1: I, didn't, I didn't give a fuck You know I feel why? you You know why Because I was like You know what What like, was the name of the restaurant your, I don't remember Not Union Square Cafe No Alright no, no 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 Their food is amazing I haven't, I haven't Their food I haven't, is amazing If yeah. you ever get the chance But um But yeah like I, I didn't I didn't really care It was kind of like The running joke Of the night Yeah uh, Cause I, I like Looked to Asia's friend I was like You know what They said It's in the back right <laughs> Yeah But uh I was like, you know what? I don't even care. You know why? Because I could see my food ready to, you know, being prepared to come out and shit like that. And our waitress, she was really nice to us and everything like that. You know what I mean? Um, She was like this foreign woman. I think she was Dutch or something like that. And, uh, 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 yeah, you know, she tells us all about the food and everything like that. The rest of the night is, like, perfect, like, good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that that shit was good. And, And now tomorrow... Asia has reservations for us somewhere. I have no clue where we're going. But nice. I was like, you know what? I should make some type of an effort to like dress up. So today I went to like Macy's downtown Brooklyn or whatever just yeah. to like get some, some basic pieces. dress up wear. Again, I don't like anything with buttons and collars and belts constricting and shit. or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, I want to be able to breathe. Like uh and so I got this like navy Blue like Tommy Polo mm-hmm. and like some grey Calvin Klein pants and I got like a pair of Stan Smith's. You know what I mean? Just just to so I yeah. can like be be a little bit just to clean it up. Yeah, just to clean it up because I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to wear sneakers. I wear sneakers all the time. Um Stan but... Smith's are sneakers. What? Stan Smith's are Yeah, no, sneakers. I know. But okay, okay. I, I, in my head, I'm like I was time, but it's sneaker. like a shoey, it's like this yeah. synthetic leather, like you can't really tell. It's got this like I Kinda feel you. I wear way, you know I wear right?
0: sneakers everywhere.
1: I try to wear sneakers. I wear everywhere. sneakers everywhere. I, said, I wear
0: sneakers places. People tell me like, "Hey, you can't wear sneakers," and then I show up in my sneakers and I say like, "Hey, listen, I'm here. I have sneakers. This is what I wear. I don't own shoes. Yeah. Shoes are uncomfortable. You know what I Yo, mean? Take that's me, why take we me went, as I am. We went <laughs>
1: out to different bars with our friend Peter, no. and these these are the most racist people. <laughs> no, you good. You know why? Where at? You uh where were they? Where I were we? we? Were we lower the, east we're side? In east we're in East Village, right? And um, I don't remember what any of these places are called, but fuck these yeah. places anyway. And the rule was you had to have jeans or some type of pants. No track pants, no sweatpants, no nothing. Yeah. I what did I have on? I had on I know you,
0: have, you have off-white shoes,
1: right? I had I had the the off-white Air Max The 2018's Right And I had I had this hoodie on um, You were drippy I was drippy I was drippy <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nah I ain't gonna lie <laughs> I was that's,
0: that's real Cause that's real Cause he really had to have Like appreciation for your fit that day Yo Like nah, that's dude. real life No that's- no no nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, what are y'all doing?
1: I should have came in with the Steve Jobs drip, you know, real money don't dress like they got black. <laughs> yo, but <laughs> with the, with their with their the You know, you know a fit I hate that black men always wear Cancel me, but it's a uh, the fucking the, the black turtleneck with the gold chain and the, chain. And the jeans. Oh. I was like, y'all keep throwing on the most basic fit of all time, and now it's like it's, all, it's safe. It's, it's safe. It's the safest thing, and I don't I don't mind it. Do your thing, but from the outside looking in, I'm like y'all are all putting on the same thing. And yeah. that shit from the outside
0: happened. looking in, you're looking at them and you're like nigga, <laughs> 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 nigga. Uh, that is, anyway, that shit is crazy.
1: So. I got the I got the navy blue polo. I got the gray pants. I got the fucking the 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 Stan Smiths, um, pants. Pants is a big. This will be my closing thought. Yeah. Pants is a big thing for me. Um, I was telling Mike before before we even started the podcast that I'm glad I changed my clothes because we almost wore the exact same thing. Um, but uh, the, nah, like, I got the exact same pants. Right, I was gonna throw on. Um, Shout out to my girl.
0: She got these for me. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> those, they're the best pants. Actually, yo. she got me. The, she got me these pants and this hoodie. Oh, okay. Different, different times. Falling out, but at the same time, very, very, very. Like we talk about these cargos, like camo mm-hmm. cargos, and I feel like this is like quintessential streetwear. Oh yeah, like, fashion. Like and you have thi- to. This is the thing. Though, have everybody a has
1: the, the same pair. When I see people walking outside, I'm like, yo, I got those same pants. And it's yeah. the same, same one as those. I put them on a hat earlier this morning. I thought there was more snow on the ground. So Man. I threw on those. I threw on Tim's and 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 this hoodie and, and my puffer, and that was it. I was walking outside. Was and then like there was a, no snow on the ground. Who, I was like,
0: You was like a Wu member.
1: Wu <laughs> walked out the house. Nah, Wu-tang. Like,
0: <laughs> OG Wu-Tang fit. Yo, but um But you were saying your oh, yeah, 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 So I
1: found these jeans. This is not a plug, but I found these. These are these are Levi's. 501 athletic taper jeans and they're built, uh, and they're not like stretchy or anything. It's denim. It you Levi know what I mean? 501 but the way, wordy jeans. Yeah. The way they're cut is that there's more like thigh space. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and, and I'm, and I'm glad that I found this pair of jeans cause you know, I got thick thighs. Like that's, that's just how my body is built. I got some <laughs> thick ass thighs. I got some athletic ass builds. I got broad shoulders. I got a I, thick thigh. I'm like, I, I think we're a large quad, uh, <laughs> we had, big calf family. Nah. So My, I don't my disagree. legs, yo, nah, but leg day in the gym. It goes crazy. Goes crazy. Goes so crazy. And the thing is, I've been working out so much now consistently that I'm starting to, if I like flexed my quad, yeah. like that shit is entirely muscle. And it's yeah. like, if you get a regular cut pair of jeans, them ships will turn into skinny jeans because your thighs are so big. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah so for sure. Like, so I'm glad that I found these pair of jeans. So it's like I feel so much more comfortable now, um, and like now I can just whatever in them. You yeah. know, and I can throw them on. I've worn these like three times. You feel comfortable. You these. can move. I can, I can move and everything like that. So yeah. it's like, not nah, not nah, Clothes, clothes is cool. I don't know. Um, how it's gonna go tomorrow with these dress clothes? I'll I'll, I'll post a picture or something like. Send that me some, right? man. Just let me see the but let me see probably, the vibrations. It probably won't be anything special, really. But um, but yeah, I'm gonna end the podcast here because I feel like I'm just rambling, <laughs> and I gotta edit this tonight and everything. It's like I'm just giving myself more work each second that goes by. So um, so yeah, thanks everybody for tuning into the Homies Only Podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's your boy. You know, social media links in description and all that. I'm not gonna say that shit every time. But uh but yeah, that's a wrap. Yo thank that's you for having episode. me.